Our first reading this morning is from the book of Isaiah, um, chapter 53. And you can find it on page 740 of your Pew Bibles. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, He will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. And our second reading is from Mark chapter 12.
verses 30 and 31. Um, This is Jesus speaking after someone had asked him what was the most important commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm going to invite Antoinella to to come and join me up at the front here. I'm going to interview her to update us a bit on work with Eche Homo and what's been going on. Antoinella, you will probably probably need that. Just before that, I'm I'm aware, Antoinella, as I I look out, there are some people who've been in this church um, more years than they probably would like to admit to. And yet there there are other people here, there are visitors with us this morning, so they might not know anything about Eche Homo and your work and so on from there. So just so that we all, if you like, get on the same page. Tell us a bit about Eche Homo. Tell us a bit about how it started, how it began, where, where you're based in Romania, just so that people can get a bit of a picture. Eche Homo is based in one of the major cities in Cluj. Uh, we have the best universities in Romania, so there are a lot, a lot of students coming over. We have around 500,000 uh, people living in our city, and uh, the base of Eche Homo is there in, in Cluj. But we also work in other five uh, cities in Romania, and also in some villages near the big cities. Uh, Eche Homo started in 1990, after the revolution, because Romania received a lot of gifts, aids from all over the world. And uh, my husband thought, well, they are not distributing fairly to everybody all the, the gifts we receive. So I have to do something because, you know, he ha- his heart always beat for Romania. So together with his um, friends, went to the mayor and said, well, I have a team with 20 people and we would love to help you to distribute all the goods we received. Uh, of course, the mayor said, no, thank you. Uh, I'll deal with it. So, and then on the way back from the mayor's office, he how to say, it was God who interfered. And uh, he met with an old friend before the revolution. Together with this man, they were sharing the gospel in the villages, hiding, because we were not allowed to share the gospel before the revolution. So they were together in sharing the good news with the people. Uh, this man was with a team from Canada. They brought uh, medical equipment for the hospitals in Romania, because you knew at the revolution there were a lot of people wounded. Uh, and they wanted to equip the, the hospital. We have the, just the basics. So they don't, they don't have everything they need to, to take care of these, uh, wounded, uh, people. And this is how they started. And then they saw the situation in the orphan, in the orphanages, the big orphanages, uh, and they said, well, we can't stop it. So instead of being a businessman, my husband decided, uh, people and their lives are more important, and this is how he started Echehomo. And 
And that's how it began. Yeah, this is how it began in 1990, from orphanages to the poor families. Uh, and I can tell you for sure, each project has his story. They started to build uh, two families, family home for children. They started uh, with the first one. And I can tell you the child department was so upset about the idea. They gave us a girl. Uh, telling us or thinking they were they were not telling us they were thinking well in three months she will be dead and that's the end of story well the surprise uh, was that after three months when they come to visit and see if we are doing okay this girl opened the door and they were shocked and this is how they continued then they built a second home and uh, I remember the, how they start the child and family support project there were two ladies fighting or arguing in, fo- in front of Livius office, one of them is, is uh, saying, well, it's not fair. You are getting help because your children are in orphanage, and I'm not getting help because I keep the children to myself. And Livius thought, she's right. We have to do something for the, for the families who want to keep their children, not to give them away. So this is how they start the child and family support. And each project has his own story. So I don't know how much time you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us... Tell us a bit about where your main focus of your work is now. Well, uh, if in the beginning when we started, uh, people needed money and uh, clothes and, uh, how to say, they needed support to live from one day to another. What they need now is, in a way, it's counseling. Uh, So they need hope now because the struggle of the lives... Some of them have enough money to survive. They are not rich, but they could survive because of there are some benefits the government is giving them, but they don't have hope. Uh, there are people who, for example, uh, there is a lady who was supported by you, by someone in your church, and he, she told me, do you know why I appreciate most about everything I've received over these three years? It's when I was desperate, there was someone um, willing to listen to me. And I was, how to say, confident to share my burdens with you. And you understood, and you encouraged me, and you gave me faith. Because at the, at the end of the day, if they have God with them, they have everything. So this is what they need. They need our attention. They need time to be there for them when they need it. Yeah. And so what are the biggest what are the biggest challenges for you as an as as an organization now? Mm-hmm. Well, um it's it's not easy to find people who are willing to do the job because of the economic situation. There are 5 million Romanian living abroad. Uh and uh, it, it's quite difficult to find trained people with the skills we need for the job and to pay them as well as uh the business company paid them so they could uh, do the job. Uh, we have to be united because our faith is tested every day. Um, the same as your church, my people are struggling because there are a lot of diseases. Uh, one of my colleagues, her husband, was uh, diagnosed with cancer. Um, the other two are struggling for their health. Um, if not ourselves and our relatives are fighting. So we need to be strong in our faith, to be one team and uh, how to say uh, 
to have the same have to, to, to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be able to uh, share the, the gospel with those in need and what just I mean I, I read something this this morning actually that I didn't realize had been going on in Romania but the the kind of political situation in Romania and the the economic situation, I guess, is pretty uncertain. Is that, true. Is that yeah. correct? Yes, that's true. Uh, I think the economic situation, it's because of the political situation. Our government, it's not willing to appreciate truth and... Uh, how to say, they are not fair with the people. They're changing the law of justice just because they want to uh, be absolved of, of their guilt. Even the head of the parliament is convicted. He's, he's still on trial, but he's convicted, so he should be in prison now, but he's the one who's ruling the country, actually. We had uh, on Friday evening a very big protest in, in the capital of the country, in Bucharest. It ended not very nice. Those who were supposed to guard the people who are protesting attacked them with gases. There were children rushed to the hospital. There were around 400 people in hospital treated because uh, of this injury uh, of the of the guards. And last evening there were 80,000 people on street in Bucharest and in the main uh, cities in Romania. Um, the, the political situation is horrible at the moment in Romania. And uh, you have to know that uh, these people who are working abroad came in in the country for the protests. So while they are passing to all the major cities in Romania, people were on the street saying, thank you for coming, because we need to change that. We need to change our government. Otherwise, there is no chance for our economic to, economy to, to grow or to do something. They they lose everything uh, we are standing for. Uh, truth is not a value for Romania anymore. And if those who are ruling us are believe like this, you can see the people in the country are the same. So it's, it's not easy for the moment. It's not easy for our country. What they are trying to do, uh, there are some journalists saying they, they want to, 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 to cover, to get all the power. So... We need your your prayer in this uh, situation. So, if you think about that that political, if you like that economic upheaval and uncertainty, what is it that that kind of inspires you to keep going? I mean, Etcher Home has been running for for twenty five years, mm-hmm. and it can sometimes perhaps feel like sometimes your enthusiasm perhaps might wane. Mm-hmm. You might start feeling a bit. What is it that inspires you to keep going? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you are down, um, God finds his way to you. I wasn't very well um, on the way here, and I thought, what's the worth of doing the work? And then when Rosemary and Tony came with us, we had a camp with children in Amica and Lanoi, and uh, I didn't see them for a year. I was so busy in the office, and I can see for a year the changes in their lives. Uh, to see a child who wanted to kill himself after five or four years willing to help others, willing to go to the church, willing to know more about God, it's amazing. Uh, another one, one of, our, of the youngest of our children wanted to steal for somebody's house. The police came in Lanoi and it was horrible. Now you can see him so different, so calm. He he is telling you that he's feeling he's loved by the people who are working with him. 
this lady that came and said, you know what helped me through this year? It was your patience, the ability to, I mean, the, the idea of me uh, being able to share my burdens and the feeling that I am, the, I am understood. So if you see this, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Because during the year, not all the time, God showed us the, the results of our work. But what I can tell you, he gave us, through prayer and through reading the Bible, all the support we needed to carry on. You feel like you're connected with something which is above you. It's a calling in a way. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like Paul, you can't say no. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And obviously, just thinking of for you personally, obviously for many of the church, they'll know they'll know live you, they'll know live you if you like was the was the kind of the the figurehead, the yes. the charismatic person who who led this organisation for twenty five years, and now you've kind of taken over. And my guess is is that that can never be an easy thing. How have you how have you found if you like? the past year, if you like, taking over? Well, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy because, uh, you know, as you said, uh, Livius' uh, life inspired many. And uh, as I said, he's, uh, he's an example of faith in action. So it's, if for me, um, what I would love to do is to be an inspiration for the people I'm working with because I know uh, if they are inspired they could inspire others uh, it's a journey and is this journey you you have to learn how to lead um, but you know with every day I, I grow up and uh, I find um, through faith, how to, how to help uh, my people in a way. So it's not easy. Uh, I can't say I have all the skills and all the knowledge and all the whatever I need to be a leader, but I'm going to get there. Good. Brilliant. <laughs> and one, fi- one final question, Em. How can we pray for you? Yes, please pray for our country. Uh, this is a difficult time and we pray and hope uh, this government will be changed and uh, people who are willing to do something for the country will come and lead. And also pray for, for my team because we are, we are in a fight every day and in a fight you are injured. Uh, we know who serve. Uh, we know we have everything we need. But in this uh, fight, we need to be united. We, we need to be together. We have to have the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit in our life um, to, to be able to conquer all the difficulties that, that came in our way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No, not at all. Thank you. And thank you for, thank you for, for coming over to, to, to see us and, and everything like that and to tell us some more about um, how things are going with Eche Homa. And we're going to pray for you, thank you. In, a, in a few minutes um, okay. as and Rosemary will lead us. Go on. Yes. And thank you for, for all your support, for everything you've done for Romania. I know they are not your people. And uh, this is what impressed me, uh, because you are willing to share what you have uh, with us. Thank you. Thank you.